on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Priscilla And this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today we have Q and AF Now, Q comes from you And the AF comes from me so where do we submit these cues? Guys, as always, you can email these questions into askandy at andyforsella.com. Email those in. All right. Now, before we get into it, we have a fee. The fee is very simple. Help us grow the show. All right? I don't run ads on the show. I could literally make probably eight figures running motherfucking ads on this show. I'm probably stupid for not doing it, honestly. Um, but I hate it. When I listen to other things and they just pump me full of fucking ads. I do very well in life. I'm willing to take that hit to be better at providing content for you. So what I ask in return is that you please share the show. It's very simple. Talk to a friend. Share it on your Instagram. Share it on your YouTube. Share it on your wherever you tube, tube, tube. I don't give a fuck. All right. But help us grow. Now, what are the cues? We got some good ones. Do we? We got some good ones, man. Right. Let's knock these out. Question. Uh, Andy, I am 14 years old, okay? And I'm in the middle of 75 hard. I run a successful motivational TikTok account. I'm also starting my own vending machine business. My question is, how do I get people to actually listen to me when I try to help them with their problems? I have a good track record. I've read tons of self-help books, self-help books. And yet I'm still looked down because of my age. All right, bro. Well, guess what? I'm still looked down because of my age. <laughs> All right. This is a good problem. My whole entire life in business, guys, I have been way ahead of where I should have been for my age. And nobody wanted to take me seriously. This is, look, first of all, I want you to understand this is a huge advantage. Okay. Because when people don't take you seriously, they will not only give you plenty of fuel, to succeed, right? Like that's where you have to become good. Like when people slight you or they disrespect you or they uh, talk down to you, um, you know, you should bank that in your, you know, fuck you fuel, right? <laughs> and go do productive things to get better. Now, with that being said, how awesome is that 14 years old? Pretty fucking sweet. That is awesome. Okay. Uh, I probably shouldn't use the F word. <laughs> Well, I mean, obviously, listen to the show, so hey, you know who right. the fuck it is. So, so here's the deal. <laughs> Look here, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that just, that's, dude, that just gives me so much hope, dude, to hear that. Like, it's amazing. Um, you will probably never be taken seriously, bro, until you are so wealthy and kicking so much ass that people have to take you serious. That's what happened to me, okay? Second thing, you have to understand, and this is just the truth, okay? That theory and experience and speaking from those two places are valued completely differently. A lot of people out there are trying to become a success guru. And, you know, and, and it sucks because there's some of these guys that are actually pretty good speakers, but they're never going to be taken seriously because they never built anything real. Okay. So my advice to you as a 14 year old uh, is to build something real, ignore what they say. You are per. Dude, when I was 14, I can remember having a pretty good grip on what was going on in the world. Now, was I wrong about some shit? Yeah, for sure. But 
I was definitely an adult in my mind. And I knew, I, I knew who I wanted to be. I knew who I, I was aspiring to be. Um, I didn't have as much courage as this, as this young person did in that I wasn't, you know, actually getting out there active, putting myself out there. So that's super courageous. But understand that respect will only come after it's undeniable that you built something significant. Okay. So I don't care how good of a speaker you, you become. I don't care how great you become. I don't care how much regurgitated info. And by the way, that doesn't mean it's less valuable info. What it means is people are going to understand that you're speaking from a place of theory and not a place of experience. Okay. And when you can speak from a place of experience, people value that much, much more. So my, my encouragement to those guys and girls out there that want to become an entrepreneur influencer, okay, don't, don't become a guru, like one of these people who's just out there repeating shit that I said or someone else said that's actually built some shit, right? Become someone who not only can speak on this, but can show that they put these principles into place and built something significant. And it sounds to me like this young person is well on their way to that. And uh, that's an amazing thing. So my advice to, to him, I think it's, I think you said, it was, uh, I don't know if you said it. doesn't really say it. Okay. My advice to you um, is to keep going. All right. Keep, keep reading, keep consuming, keep learning, keep paying attention. Try to learn from other people's mistakes, become students of success, because that's something that I have always done and been very passionate about was watching other people. I, I've learned a lot of my lessons, my most valuable lessons sometimes from watching other people make mistakes uh, and then saying, okay, well, that, that obviously didn't work out very well for them. So I'm not going to do that. Right. So, you know, pay attention to what's going on, continue to pump your brain full of, uh, of amazing information. It's going to help you be better. Don't waste time like your friends uh, doing bullshit. All right. Continue to put in the work to develop discipline like you're doing because that discipline and that control is what's going to get you to where you want to go in the shortest amount of time. Right, this dude. Whoever you are, you've got you. You've got it, dude. So just keep going. Be patient. Understand it might be till you're 30 years old before people are saying, "Man, you're awesome." But right. maybe not. Maybe you become a multi-billionaire at 23 years old because you started so early, and people will respect that. Yeah. But like, dude, the point is, is that you have to be undeniable for people to give you respect. That's just the reality. People now at this point in my life can say anything they want about me, but I'm undeniable, period. That's it. It's un- my work is undeniable in every motherfucking thing that I touch. That's the truth, okay? And that took me a long time. For a long, long time, guys, everybody told me the same shit they're telling you. Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> like, yeah. dude, I remember posting a, a motivational uh, quote back in like 2010. And I remember people in my family, you know, messaged me being like, who the fuck are you think you are, Tony Robbins? Like, making fun of me yeah. and shit. Yeah. Well, now what, motherfucker? Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Right. So that's the attitude to have. Keep keep putting on your game. Keep listening to people that are actually doing shit. Keep building real shit. And dude, you will get where you want to go. And by the way, when you get there, invite me because that's fucking awesome. <clears throat> that's fucking awesome. Yeah. All right. Our question number two, and kind of moving on from that. Bro, right? I love that. No, it's fucking, fucking awesome. Love that. Yeah. I, yeah. I love hearing... The younger, the younger kids take an interest in this entrepreneur instead of fucking NFTs or crypto or get yeah. rich quick shit. Yeah. Like and they're actually shit. trying to build yeah. shit. Yeah. Dude, that guys, 
that is where the opportunity is and where it will always be. The reason people don't talk about it is because it takes a lot of work. But I'm telling you, dude, if you're willing to commit, which this person is actually willing to do at 14 years old, dude, just keep that energy, bro. Just keep going and keep going and keep going and you will get there. Like that might be my favorite question we've had on the show so far, just because of who it came from. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, our question number two, Andy. So, so kind of building off of that, how can can you walk us through the process of it now, where you are now, uh, with the companies and employees that you have, um, getting people to believe in those visions and the goals that you have for those companies and for those employees? Can you talk a little bit about? Yeah, that? yeah, dude. It's uh, it's a difficult thing. Okay, like I've always said, and and you know, which is the the sound clip has gone mega viral. You know, nobody believes in you until after you've done it. Right. That's just reality. Okay. So, and that includes a lot of times your own team. A lot of times your own, you have to remember, dude, a lot of people are not brought up in an atmosphere of achievement. They're not brought up in an atmosphere of you can do anything you want. They're brought up on a fucking video game with parents that care just enough about them to like not let them die. Right. right? You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And <clears throat> so you can't blame people for not believing big. Because they don't believe big until they see big, all right? So how do you get people to believe big that have never seen it? It's a really hard thing. See, I was very, very fortunate to grow up in a business household. Both of my parents were entrepreneurs, okay? Uh, small, small business entrepreneurs that grew and had some success uh, and then ultimately, you know, regressed from that success. And that's just reality. Uh, I was able to witness that firsthand. It was some of the most valuable shit that I could ever witness and uh, for that reason, I was able to, to understand that big things can be accomplished, right? So I was shown it, even though, even though the success was fleeting and temporary at that level for both, both my parents. You, know, you knew it existed. Yeah, I knew it was possible. So I was able to see it. And, and, and I was always, I was fortunate enough to be around people um, who, were, who were wealthy, right? Like my dad was always very good about showing us other people who were much more successful than he was and saying, Hey, that's what this guy does. Here's how he got there. This is what he did. And if you want to do that, this is what it's going to take. I can remember a thousand times my dad pointing at other people like, and saying that and like, dude, you got to remember that's my dad pointing at other men who were more successful than he was yeah. saying, learn from them. That takes a lot of humility, dude. Yeah. That, that's pride. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. a lot of, a lot of people don't have that. So a lot of kids never get that perspective. It's the whole reason I started my show in the first place, yeah. like, like whatever it was, seven, eight years ago. So most parents to, were like, oh, that guy's just a rich asshole. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And instead, what you should be saying is, here's how he got there. Here's what it took. This is his story. And if you want that, you could do that same thing. All right. And this is why I have so much problem with the CRT thing and all this shit of telling people they can't achieve because I know you can achieve. You're just never exposed to it and you never see it. So it seems impossible. And you have to remember that your team, however big your team is, is made up of mostly people that were raised like that. Okay, so once you understand that perspective, it becomes much easier to get them to believe because you understand what's going to be required to get them to believe. Okay, and ultimately, no matter how in good engagement uh, your team has and how much they love your company and how much they love you, they ultimately want to know where in your play do they fit in? All right. So one of the biggest things that you can do when you are creating a scenario uh, that you're trying to sell your team on a vision, right, is to 
number one, make the vision so big that all of their dreams fit inside that vision. Okay. Number two, um, point to examples of other companies who have done similar things as to what you're trying to do and then backtrack how they did it so you can show them the game plan of how that was actually accomplished, right? Um, and then be re- third thing is be real about it. You know, make sure you don't tell them, and I made this mistake where I would tell people, you know, hey, this is happening right now when in reality it took three or four years, right? And, and that, that wasn't done on purpose. It was just me being overly ambitious and not understanding the process. And, and what happened was in those scenarios is a lot of times people would get frustrated with me because they would think that I was full of shit. Right. When in reality, I eventually got where I said I was going to go. It just took longer. So you have to be real with people. And I think setting a realistic expectation, hey, bro, this is going to take four or five years or six years to do or 20 years or whatever. It's better than bullshitting because then they don't get frustrated. They understand it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, a gradual process that we got to come in and execute against every single day. So the biggest thing, though, is to make sure that they know that you give a fuck about their future. That is a fucking huge thing. Most guys that own businesses or girls that own businesses do not put enough emphasis on the dreams and the wishes and the wants and the goals of the people that work for them. Okay? So you have to develop a plan where there is literally unlimited success within your, within your play. All right? Now, a lot of you are sitting there saying, well, I don't, you know, I don't want to be this big thing or I don't want to, you know, I just want to have my small little business and I want to make my 500 grand a year and, and, and I want to have my employees that make 80 grand a year and go and, to the lake every week. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what, motherfucker, you're going to fucking lose eventually because you are either getting bigger and better and growing or you are losing to someone who is taking that space. So there is no middle gear of like neutral in, in, in this game. And you have to understand that the minute you go into neutral, your people start to realize that you're a neutral and they fucking see it before you even realize that you're in it. And what they do is they abandon you, right? They say, this guy doesn't want to fucking work for me anymore. And listen to what I just said. This guy doesn't want to work for me anymore right. as the employee. Right, right, Motherfucker, right, you right. work for them. They don't work for you. That's what you got to understand. Like people say, oh, I don't work for anybody. Well, then you're a fucking shitty leader. That's fucking dope. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's deep, man. Dude, I get up here every month. Bro, I don't have to come here. I don't have to fucking come here at all. Like I could not come here another day in my life and never fucking work again. Ever, 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 ever. That's where I'm at in life. I come here every motherfucking day for you and him and him and him and all these people out here in this office. And that's how you have to be if you, if you want your team to fucking believe in what you're doing. It's just reality. That's fucking fire, man. Yeah. That's fire. Andy, our, our third and final question. Let's take that one little step further, okay? So how you, you've, you've employed thousands of people, mm-hmm. okay? How do you handle someone that you see has so much potential that they just don't see it yet? Dude, that's why you got to take an interest in people. You know, you can't treat everybody the same. You can't blanket statement your entire fucking squad. You know, how I would do that is I would put my arm around that person. I'd pull them in. I'd explain to them what I saw. I'd say, okay, and here's where you need to go to exercise that, that potential, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and start to, to start to work with them. Now, here's the thing. You could only give them so much energy because what happens is, you have a number, let's just say you run an organization of 10 people, okay? And you have nine people who are coming in every day 
and they're working fucking hard and they're, they believe and they're this and they're that. And the 10th guy, you're like, all right, this guy's good, but he just doesn't know he's good. Right? So what you have to do is you pull that guy in and making this oversimplified. All right. So everybody understands that. Pull the dude in. Hey dude, I love you. You got great potential. Here's where you're fucking up. Here's what you need to do to fix it. Okay. And you have these conversations, real conversations. Like, hey, dude, like you can be great, but you are not being great right now. And, and this is what needs to change. And it has to be real. It has to be a real conversation, not some fucking email that you send them, right? <laughs> okay. And, and, you, and, and then they have to take the, they have to meet you in the middle, bro. They have to do their part because here's, what's hap- here's what happens a lot. People try to bring someone along that doesn't really want to be brought along, even though they have the potential to do it themselves. And then those nine motherfuckers that are kicking ass, they start to resent you because you're spending all your fucking time with someone who's not putting in. You see what I'm saying? Link, link almost. That's yeah, right. Yeah. And you don't want to be the boss or the CEO or the leader that spends all the time with the person that caused you the most problems. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. So yeah. you have to walk a fine line of helping them, but also making them understand that it's on them. And if they don't step up and they don't come around and they don't catch up with the team and start rowing at the same pace, there's not going to be a place for you on the boat. Because look, dude, if you got five guys on the left and five guys on the right and the five guys on the left are rowing at one pace and everybody on the right's rowing at one pace except one guy, guess what happens to the boat? It don't go straight. It goes in circles. And that's what your business will do too. Okay? So you have to really be careful to not over-invest into people who aren't willing to invest in themselves. So I would give that, basically what I do is I give that sort of a three strike rule in my mind. Like I don't have an official policy here where I have like, oh, okay, <laughs> I gave Steve fucking three talks. You talked like, on Tuesday at two o'clock. Yeah. What I do is I'll try to give him, I'll try to, I'll, I'll try to have three decent conversations. And then it, it, after that third conversation, if shit don't change, bro, I'm planning on making a change. And that's just, that's the, the. That's the ugly of being a leader. Would you say those people usually wean themselves out? Yeah, hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent, dude. Because and here's the other thing too, as it from a leader standpoint, if you if your whole team, if your nine guys on that team realize that that tenth guy is weak and you don't make a change, guess what happens? They don't make the change for you. What? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. You, it undermines the whole question we just asked that you asked in the second question, which is the vision, because they don't believe that you have the fucking balls to make the change that's necessary for them to win. So when the team loses the faith in the coach, they don't play for him no more. Right. And then what happens? Right. <laughs> you got no fucking You're team. You're fucked. Yeah. Okay. So this is a very important question to understand. And those of you, I guarantee you, dude, there's so many people shaking their head right now. They're, like, they're like, fuck, I spent so much time on Steve. Right. 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 Fuck Steve. If he ain't going to get it. Right. And that's un- the unfortunate reality of life. And let me add one more thing onto that. Sometimes those people need someone to say, hey, fuck you, Steve. So that they learn their lesson and then they, the next place they go, they excel. And then they come back to you five, six years later and say, Hey dude, thank you for doing that. Thank you for changing my life by being real with me. Okay. This is, this is long-term when you handle employees, you should be thinking just as much about their existence and their future and their life as they do. All right. And sometimes keeping people from learning a valuable lesson like that is a disservice to their entire future. So that's fucking real, man. That, that's real. That's real. That's fucking awesome. Well, guys, that's man, three. That's three. I know you're going to say it. So go pay the fee. There you go. <laughs> guys, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Please share the show. Okay? We're trying to do good for you guys. Um, 
And I just want to say special thanks to all you guys who supported me throughout this shit for the last two years. I'd much rather come in here and talk about money all day long and success all day long like we just talked about. But there's important things going on in the world that don't get resolved. We won't have that opportunity. So I appreciate you guys uh, who may not be uh, so much of the political mindset, hearing what I'm saying, taking what I'm saying seriously and supporting what I believe is important. So I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold 